Happy Hour Podcast. That's like, uh, it sounded like everything is awesome. That wasn't good. Happy Hour Movie Reviews. Happy Hour Movie Reviews. Oh, so it'd be like. Happy Hour Movie Reviews. Happy Hour Movie Review. Happy Hour Movie Review. Happy. <laughs> so here's my friend. Mike Milano about to review a classic Christmas movie. Classic. Bad Santa. So, yeah, Bad Santa. Here we go. We're, we'll cut that out in post. Bad Santa uh, opens at a bar. Duh. Uh, it's this guy in a Santa outfit. He don't really look like Santa. He's super skinny. Um, he looks a lot like Billy Bob Thornton. Um, almost uncanny. But he's he makes his way out into the alley to to do a number three, and Wait, what's the number three? Yeah, he vomits in the alley. That's number three, right? Sounds like it to me, man. Okay, so I didn't wasn't sure. Some maybe a number three could be a pee and a poop at the same time. But also, who doesn't pee when they poop? All right, we're getting into the woods here. Um, I think a vomit is number three. So he's number three in, in in the alleyway, and here's the, here comes the name of the movie, like title, boom, splat on the screen, Bad Santa. You know what you're getting into. Santa's wasted, throwing up outside of a bar. Pretty sure he says something super inappropriate to somebody, maybe the, the bartender. I don't remember the whole interaction. Whatever. Neither here nor there. Next scene, eventually, there's some scene where he's with his – confidant um who is a a a native american little person of color little elf kid he's a little yeah a native american (laughs) did i say native american native american african american little little person black elf kid um man i've never even seen a native american little person all right sorry that's (laughs) is that a thing though we're getting we're I getting like way off topic. <laughs> I'm about to Google that. <laughs> what is the percentage? That's got to be. I'm sure it could happen anywhere. Anyway, so. But have you ever seen a Chinese little person? I want to say yes. I want to say yes. Anyway, so, him and his little confidant or his friend, not little. I mean, I guess he's little. He's a little person confidant they uh he's the elf and this guy that looks like billy billy bob thornton billy bob thornton thank you he married uh that pretty lady oh yeah she got a tattoo of his name yeah she used to wear his blood around her neck did you know oh, um angelina jolie angelina angelina jolie yeah and you know what he actually this is another fun fact he um lived in Slidell for a while what? Yeah, he used to drive trucks and Slidell. Slidell? Yeah. Yeah. Before he got famous, obviously. Yeah, well, it, it Do you think she became Angelina Jolly because of Bad Santa? I, I've never heard of wow. Angelina Jolly. <laughs> All the dads listening just jizzed on themselves. Yeah. <laughs> I was so dumb. <laughs> uh, okay, anyway, so... I could see Billy Bob as a truck driver. Like his name is Billy Bob. I mean, he's a shoe in to be a truck driver. He fills out an application, and they immediately hire. Oh, your name is Billy Bob. You're you're gonna be a truck driver. Just or bang your cousin. He might do both. Or both, yeah. I don't <laughs> know. Any who's it? So, him and his confidant, the little elf guy, they ro- they rob department stores during the holidays. And they dress up as Santa and as an elf to gain access to um, some uh, s- s- some security protocols, I guess. Um, Billy Bob also happens to be a really good safe cracker. Um, you know, I guess what he says, oh, I got it from my old man. The only thing he gave me was black eye and the ability to crack safe. I'm pretty sure that's the exact uh. quote. Probably not. Um, it's his little friend, though. The elf kid. Doesn't he sound like this? He's like, hey, I always struggle all the time. 
Because then you're, like, showing up to his Santa appointments all the time. That was spot on. I thought he was here for a second. That's exactly what he sounds like. Oh, and he's married to an Asian woman who who has a uh, taste for the delicacies, let's say. Like, she she likes jewelry and, and, and fur coats. So she's in it to win it. She knows what she's in for. Um, but... Yeah, but we gotta crack this safe, man. That's what we're here for. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what he said. <laughs> it's perfect. Uh, <laughs> Can you be Billy Bob? But they, but to they have to. I can't do it. What does Billy Bob Thornton sound like? Uh, so they have to go. So in order to rob all of these these malls, they have to sit through a million little kids sitting on Santa's lap talking about what they want for Christmas, and. They happen to come across this kid. His name is Herman Merman. Thurman. Thurman Merman. What a name. My goodness. Uh, he makes sandwiches. No, he doesn't make sandwiches. His grandma makes sandwiches. Walter! Let me fix you some sandwiches. Yeah. Um, sure is Granny Spry? The answer is no. She's not all there. Oh, and they live in like a big house. Right? But who's Granny? Granny's uh, a famous lady. I don't know her name. Um, that's it out in post. I'll put we'll put it in post. Um, yeah, she's she kills that role. She's a, a comedic genius in that role. She does exactly what she needs to do. Joan Rivers brings a lot. No. I don't think it's Joan Rivers. <laughs> she brings a lot to that role. Fantastic. We're not there yet. So uh, he. It's not Betty White, is it? No, it's not Betty White. He so he's letting all these kids like pee in his lap and stuff, and he he hates it. He hates his life. He's just getting drunk all the time. But he's really good at cracking safes. So um, he winds up meeting this kid and realizes that the kid is, there's nobody like taking care of him. And he's like, oh, he's like, I'm about to hit a little side job, a little a little side action, and rob this kid's rich ass house. And he goes to the house, and he meets Granny. That's when Granny fixes some sandwiches. And he realizes, well, maybe I don't have to rob this house. I can kind of just, like, live here. And he's, like, driving the dad's BMW. Dad's in jail. I don't remember where the mom is or what the hell she's doing. I don't think it's explained. It's it's, it's got to be in there somewhere, right? There's a reason he's alone. Anyway, well, the grandma's there, and the dad's in jail. We know that. And uh, he just starts living at this house and driving the Beamer around and doing whatever he wants. But he, in the meantime, he, like the little kid is like obsessed with him, thinks he's Santa Claus, is calling him Santa all the time. Because he's dressed like Because he's dressed like Santa. And he's just like, oh, yeah, Santa, I want a, I want a purple elephant for Christmas. And, the Santa, and Billy Bob Thornton's just fucking asshole. And he's like, I'm not fucking Santa Claus. But yelling at the kid all the time. Eating his like uh, advent calendar candy. <laughs> doesn't break the kid's spirit though. No, he doesn't. The kid that is the most joyful person I've ever seen. Ever. Nothing can nothing can break that kid's spirit. He's been through some shit. Even replacing his advent calendar with like Tylenol. So along the way. He meets this lady who is Jewish. Yeah, she's she's a looker. Laura Graham. Is it Laura Graham? Yeah, from Gilmore Girls. Oh, my God. She is in Gilmore Girls. What a terrible show. This is the kind of content. Oh, terrible. It's awful. She the was... dialogue in that show alone yes. is we like. Thank God. Good riddance. Please don't listen I to this if you love Gilmore Girls. It's it. terrible, it terrible so show. Hard. I think it's just like you have to be from the north to appreciate it. Yeah, it's like, I love Connecticut and everything's perfect. And they talk so fast. And they're, oh, the punchlines. Oh, Ugh. my God. Yeah, I just did not get it. <sighs> anyway, uh, enough of a rant about Gilmore Girls. Gilmore Girl, number one, is in it. Mama Gilmore is in this show, this movie. And she's Jewish, and she has a kink where she wants to bang Santa because, like, it's this—it's this. What did she say? It's the super like 
<laughs> forbidden thing. <laughs> and so she bangs Santa and the Beamer. And she, oh, oh, there's that scene where she's like, fuck me, Santa, fuck me, Santa. But it's like obviously like a mannequin. You could see like the head bouncing around. <laughs> it's like terrible. There's no CGI. It's just like her jumping on a mannequin. And it's super obvious. Really should have cut that one out. But uh, anywho, it's in the movie. So he winds up just like banging this old lady all around the kid's house. Not the grandma old lady. Just the lady from Gilmore Girls. Mama Gilmore. And he, but he, before he realizes, he starts catching feelings for her and the kid. And maybe even the grandma. He's like got a little family. And he's like... You know, maybe uh, maybe we don't need to be robbing malls no more. Like, maybe we'll just settle down and do the right thing. But then the little LP. No, nope. little LP is like, Hey, we came here for this reason, and we're doing this. Yep. That's exactly what he says. He gives him an ultimatum because he, like, I think has some dirt on him or something. Because he gets him to. Oh, it is something. Yeah, he gets, there's some sketchy way this dude gets him to try to crack this case. And he's like, all right, this is my last one. I remember that there's somebody going through his – remember, he's in a hotel, in a motel, really. And somebody's going through all his shit. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Maybe that has something to do with it. I'm not connecting the dots there. That's why he winds up going staying with the kid. I'm going way back now. Anyway. So – we get towards the end of the movie. He gets to the, the oh, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Who's the guy that runs the fucking mall? It's, uh. Oh, oh. Dead, oh. Rest in peace. Bernie Mac. Oh, Bernie, Bernie Mac. Mac. Bernie Mac. Yeah, Bernie Mac. He's just eating oranges all. <laughs> sucking on his fingers. Make, dude, it's really disgusting the way he eats oranges. But Bernie Mac's hard ass runs the mall. Catches the kids stealing video games. Sends him off on his way. Oh, man. Bernie Mac is uh, – you've got to play by Bernie Mac's rules at that mall. Bernie Mac finds out about the heist, long story short, and goes to little man uh, LP and is like, hey, I know what the fuck you're doing, and I can I have the power to shut it down, but I'm not. I'm going to let it go forward, but he's like, I want 60%. And they try to negotiate with him, and he doesn't budge. He's like, no, it's going to be 60%. So, little man and his Asian wife decide, we got to kill this motherfucker. So, one day they go out to the side of the road with a quote-unquote flat tire, or I don't know, some kind of mechanical problems. Bernie Mac pulls over. Hard ass is actually a good guy. He's going to help the people on the side of the road. Who's on the side of the road? LP. So he gets, he's on the front of the car doing something with the tire. I don't know why he's in the front of the car. Asian wife hits the gas. Bam! Busts up Bernie Mac. Bernie Mac's dead. R.I.P. R.I.P. Rest in peace. That was the first time he died. Yeah. Santa group as well. Yeah. So once Bernie Mac is out of the equation, um, <laughs> Oh, man, Bernie Mac's sidekick is also dead in IRL. It's uh, John. Um, mm, you know who I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. No. no. He's totally alive. <sighs> this John guy, he's like, uh, he doesn't like. Ritter. John Jason Ritter. Jason Ritter? John no, Ritter? Wait. John Ritter, yeah. No, but I think I'm pretty he sure it's John Ritter. But I think he has a son named Jason Ritter that's an actor. Okay. I I think okay. I think I'm I think right. right. No, I think I'm right. That sounds right to me. We're gonna go with that. Nobody has a son named Jason John Ritter. Ritter. Rest in peace. Uh, is in this movie, and he the whole time he's like, uh, oh wait, what does he say? You can't say fuck stick in front of the children. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's like super PC. Yeah. And uh, I think he winds up like running the mall after Bernie Mac dies. He steps in, but. Um, the night comes of the heist and, you know, everything's going as planned. Asian wife and LP are picking out their little jewels. Uh, you know, 
Billy Bob Thornton starts cracking the safe, and he uh, gets finds a shelf, ironically, with purple and pink elephants on it. Both of them. He can't remember which one the kid wants. Kid wants a purple elephant, then he wants a pink elephant. Who knows? Can't remember. Whatever. Picks an elephant. Cracks the safe. Something happens. They trip an alarm. I don't remember how. Something happens where... No, the LP. Yes, that's a... The LP. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, the yeah. L... Yeah, yeah he sets him up. He sets him up. It's because he's black, Jake. Say it. Whoa, I didn't even... I forgot he was black. He, yeah, he's got a gun. And it's not even like a little person gun. It's a normal size gun. It's like a full size gun. But are there little people guns? Like, yeah, so I mean, I'm sure you can get a little 22, a tiny little, or a, th a 380 auto or something. Yeah, a little pew pew. But he's got a, he's got a big old hoss pointing at Billy Bob Thornton. Billy Bob Thornton had just cracked the safe and he's like, motherfucker, I'm going to kill you. And then. I don't know. Somehow he. Remember him like running to the kid's house with the elephant. Uh huh. Well, we're not there yet. We're at the mall. Yeah. Well, how do we get from there to there? He has the elephant. Somehow he gets away from from the pew pew, and the cops are after, and they're hot on his ass. And I don't even think he gets any money. I don't even think he has anything on him. But they're chasing him. He's trying to get the kid the elephant. He books it in the dad's beamer all the way to the kid's house. And the kids outside. Where he sees the whole thing, huh? And they he they he light them up. Down. They light them up. Yeah. They shoot them the in the back. A bunch of yeah, uh -huh. and like gunshots through the elephant. Yeah. And uh, the kid's not scarred by any of this, by He's the way. Way worse. That yeah, that kid's, that kid's resilient. Yeah. What a model of like what I would what I strive to be emotionally. <laughs> <laughs> Inside. No, he's just happy. Oh, no, not dead. You he's can't. Just like, you can't kill the kid's spirit. He's happy, but he's like ignorance. He's willfully ignorant, though. You find right. out later that like he is perfectly aware of what's going on. Mm -hmm. He's just kind of like in denial, and he's like, "Well, I'm gonna be happy, and I'm gonna live with Santa Claus, like because that's fun." Right. So anyway, turns out, right before all this shit goes down, and Billy Bob is having second thoughts, he writes a letter to the kid telling the kid all this shit and it's like a confession letter so on top of the cops shooting him in the back a bunch of times oh he lives by the way he, <laughs> he doesn't die he gets shot a bunch of times but he doesn't die the cops find the letter kid or a kid or or mama um gilmore they turn in the letter and it's like a confession letter and it's got all this info that gets asian lady and lp thrown in jail so he kind of, I don't know what he gets off for a warning. There's no way he gets off with a warning. He must have like house arrest or something. Yeah, he's like, I'm the kid's legal guardian now. And I have to like. Yeah, how does that, me. how does that work? Well, because like his, his like girlfriend too was there and she was like making sandwiches for him and they're chilling in the pool at the end. Oh yeah, they're chilling in the hot tub yeah. and like, yeah. Man, she's like a really cool lady in that movie too. Even as fucked up as this whole situation is, they're just like. Uh, chilling the whole time, just having a good time, even though there's like robberies going on. And uh, anyway, so long story short, end of the movie, Billy Bob gets released from prison. All his gunshots or wounds are healed, and the kid's got the elephant, and he's happy. And they just like one big fucked up family. And then fifteen years later, bad, bad Santa, Santa too. And it's That's awful. We don't even talk about that because that movie is a piece of shit. <laughs> I really hope that shows up one night. Uh, Thurman Merman's grown in Bad Santa it's too, and oh Santa. my yeah, god, he does look the same. that Giant poor, unfortunate that. person. There's no way in real life he has the same outlook as his character. I'm sure he slays pussy though, from being uh, Hubert. From, from being the Thurman Merman in Bad Santa, he might have gotten laid once. I, I like, hey, I'm Thurman Merman. Like, who? Who? There's weird bitches that are into that. You think? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, how much do you? Like, how much do you think that Native American like, LP got? No, got I'm laid? saying like cosplay bitches. I bet they're into Thurman Merman. I bet he got a lot of like mermaid 
Tang, right? I'll cut that out too. <laughs> <laughs> He's a merman. Get it? All right, well, good review, Mike. I'm a merman, Papa. <laughs> merman. <laughs> merman. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's Bad Santa. So, I uh, ultimately, I love this movie. I watch it every Christmas. I give this movie f- uh, four out of five Santa hats. Solid. Solid. How many solid hammers, movie. How many hammers did you give it? Oh, oh, are we going to do hammers? I thought we hammers were just going to. I figured we would do uh, just a, a super ambiguous review. Like, we don't stick to the same number of anything. You can have three stars. A perfect five out of seven is what this movie is. You can have stars. You can have hats. You can have a percentage. I give this movie a a, a seventy five percent. It's a se- it's a good seventy five. Hi, this Hi, is, this is Jake. <laughs> Hi, this is Jake. Um, welcome to Happy Hour Movie Review. Um, this next review is com- coming from Morgan. I'm told the movie is called Just Friends. That's correct. Starring yeah. Ryan Reynolds and Anna Faris. Anna Faris. And Amy Smart. I have never oh, seen yeah, she's in it? this film, but I am familiar with who Anna Faris is. Yeah. And that is all we'll say for now. <laughs> Review the movie. <laughs> um, Just Friends is a classic Christmas movie. And good review. That was that was good. Right. The end. Was just four friends. out of five stars. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, seriously, it's like it's with Ryan Reynolds, and you see him, who was unrecognizable, by the way. Wait, you're like yeah. you're like, we, wait, where's Ryan? <laughs> we have to talk about the Ryan Reynolds fat suit because it's incredible. Wait, and the braces? Or no? Is oh, it, uh, wait, does he have braces? It, no, it's not braces. It's uh, what you get after braces? Headgear? No, not headgear. Oh, retainer. it's a retainer. It's a retainer. Is it one of the ones where he's like? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what he does. <laughs> so he is best friends with like the hot popular girl, and yeah, he's like. No, not Oh, Anna no, Ferris. no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Amy Smart. Amy no, Smart. No, 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 no. Oh, Jamie Palomino. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Jamie Palomino. Yeah. And um, so he's, like, best friends with her, but she doesn't know that he's, like, secretly in love with her, so he's been friend zones. Because he's in a fat suit. <laughs> so, long story short, the movie starts off, it's like they're, like, what is it? It's like Christmas. They have a Christmas party, or is it like graduation day? Yeah, it's around that it's time. I mean, like it's that. snowing They're outside. Seniors, yeah, whatever. There's a party with so a bunch of So he like kids. writes in her yearbook like how much he loves her. Blah blah blah. So I don't. Is it in her yearbook or is he write her a letter? I thought it was yearbook. Either way, it's cringy. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Dean. Dean agrees. He's making a cameo. <laughs> so either way, I don't know if it's Jamie's boyfriend finds or just like oh, yeah. football jock finds. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. it's a yearbook, I think, okay. like on her bed and like reads the love notes to the whole party. <sighs> and Ryan Reynolds, a.k.a. Chris Brander, <laughs> like is so mortified. And he like leaves the party crying. <laughs> And, like, that was the end of the beginning of the movie. Doesn't it, I, I, don't, I don't remember this movie. Doesn't his mom, like, console him or something? Probably. She's, like, the I don't know her name, but she's, like, so soft-spoken. She's, like, can I make you a tuna sandwich? <laughs> With the making the sandwiches again. This is going to be a reoccurring Where, where is it, like, a tuna casserole? I don't know, but she's so soft-spoken. And she's, like, super nice. And she's, she, can I rub your back? Um. So, anyway... It's like, I don't know, like 10 or 15 years later. I'm not too sure. And he comes back. Enough time for Ryan Reynolds to get out of that fat suit. <laughs> he comes back looking like, you know, typical Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> he looks like Ryan Reynolds looks. But, like, now he, like, thinks he's the shit because he's come back from Hollywood. He, like, rents, like, a Porsche. Like, he's trying to, like, show off to the town that he's, like, hot oh, he's shit like a, now. Um, uh, uh, 
music producer or something or a man or manager, right? Yeah, because that's how he knows Anna Ferris because she's a singer. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And uh, you know, he's just like he comes back and he's like bragging to people that he like dates models and singers and he's like Mr. Hollywood. But he oh, tries bragging. <laughs> <laughs> he was like a fat kid. Welcome, like, Jake. Man. Welcome to the that's review, why it's called Jake. Just Friends. Oh, shit. Yeah. Right, it's so a good, it's a good movie. It, yeah. it is good. It's really cringy. It's, a, it's yeah. almost like a like a Meet the Parents type cringe. Yes, yes. Did yes. you get the banger though? W- you well, listen? let's get there. Right, right. God, Sorry, Jesus. So he ends up going to the local bar, and who does he see bartending? Fucking Jamie Palomino. Yeah, she's hot in that movie. She's yeah, good looking girl. I think Amy Smart's pretty. And um, so she's bartending, and she's like, oh, yeah, I'm a teacher. I still live at home with my parents. And he's like, okay, you know, not judging. I see you're doing well. Right. <laughs> Here's my Porsche. <laughs> right. So he tries bragging to her, like, let's meet up. I miss you, blah, blah, blah. Let's hang out, like, old times. And she's like, yeah, sure. So they end up going to, like, their old, like, diner spot, right? And she orders them, like, what they used to eat, which was, like, like pancakes with, like, hot fudge and icing and sprinkles just like old times and he's like i don't eat this yeah. anymore like i'm from Robert, i was like I'm i have a fucking six pack i haven't seen sprinkles in six years like, get the fuck out of here i live in california i only eat nuts is this vegan <laughs> right and she's like okay well i'll eat yours and he's like i'll just have some water <laughs> so their little lunch meetup ended up awkward because he was just bragging he didn't eat anything acting like he's hot hollywood shit <laughs> he goes to drop her off and like i think she leans in for a hug and then he wants to shake her hands oh but then they doing this weird man. like hug the awkward dance hump dance oh, thing goodness. and it was it was so cringy. Ugh, but they, I stay like, awake at night thinking of those <laughs> moments. <laughs> but obviously it's a movie, so they just like upped it up a couple yeah, of notches. Yeah, yeah. So fucking cringy. <laughs> the best part is he goes back to his car and he's like banging on the steering wheel. And he's like, why? Why? And he's like in all these crazy faces and like mocking their conversation. And then she comes up and just like witnesses the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> Face and he like slowly rolls down the window and she's like um i forgot my oh, gloves <laughs> <laughs> oh lord yeah um, Ross is a good cringe movie he should make a re- resurgence in wait, that role we haven't gotten there yet oh, sorry. calm down she comes later. she's coming in i was curious who she played she, oh she's oh you want to do it what is her name? I don't know her name, but she's she's like a pop singer. Oh, she's a super Samantha James. Oh, yeah, remember. yeah, yeah. Oh, I remember. And um, <laughs> he's her manager. I'm pretty I forgot. Sure. How does she come into the movie? Like she, she... pops in. He wants he wants is to go to Christmas. Her? Yeah, they're dating. Mm, he, yeah. And he wants he's like I want to go to Christmas back in my parents' house in my old hometown. And she's like, ugh, gross, Snoresville, and. No, but there was something with their plane because she she, tried, she no, winds she up surprising him, I think. Because she tried microwaving ahi tuna and foil in the <laughs> microwave in the jet, and so it caught Emergency fire. Emergency landing. <laughs> yes. And she's like, my ahi tuna. <laughs> so oh, they land man. in, like, in New Jersey where he happens to be, I think, or somewhere in that general area. So that's when she just drops in, but it turns out that his little brother – is like obsessed oh, yeah. with her. Oh, I forgot so about the little like, brother. So he keeps on like bringing her to the little brother because little brother's like, little yeah, I a bang. Really show her off. Yeah. yeah, little brother was really funny. He is really funny. He's a highlight of that movie. He, I think so too. He was hilarious. <laughs> and, but I love how like they like beat up on each other. And so anyway, like she keeps on hanging with little brother. Like I think they go to the mall. He keeps pawning her off on the little brother, right? Because he's trying to holler at his high school Jamie crush, Jamie Palomino. Yeah. But I think like little brother brings her to the mall, and does she get hurt? Or something yeah. happens. She winds up in like a neck brace, I'm pretty sure. And she she was like on some kind of crazy pills, and then she started eating like toothpaste. Remember, she was, like, she popping bubbles with them. She goes legitimately crazy. But, like, Ryan Reynolds loved it because she was, like, out cold. And, like, little brother got to hang out with her more. <laughs> so he could pay Jamie Palomino 
Where did he take her? Shit, they went on some kind of date, and he had to wear his, um... No, am I saying this too early? He had to wear his retainer again. No, they went, uh... They went to go ice, like ice skate. Oh, yeah. With the kids, because she's like yeah, a coach. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right? Is she a coach? Or, no, 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 fucking, what's his name? Rusty. Or Dusty. <laughs> Dusty. That's Dude, it's name, definitely right? an Usty name. <laughs> it's Dusty, and he's like a singer, and he's trying to woo her. Musty. Too. And I think he's a coach. Long story short, Ryan Reynolds, he's not like playing in the game, and he hurts himself. Or no, he hurts his teeth, or he knocks his tooth out. Oh or? yeah, it's some kind of like rugby thing or something. I think On she ice? might. Is she still dating like a jockey douchebag? No, I thought she was single. I thought she was Jamie still Palladino? dating a jockey douchebag, and he's like falls right back into the role of being like the the nerdy friend. No, because Dusty is hitting on her, and she's all for it. So that's how he falls back into the role of being just a friend. Because Dusty's like a typical douche. Okay. And so anyway, he he ends up having to wear his retainer again. And it's like disgusting. And he he's like spitting everywhere. And they like go on a double date with like... It's him, Dusty, his mom, and Jamie Palomino. They go see like a movie or something like that. <laughs> like the girls are crying and Dusty's crying. Oh, he's, like, yeah. he's like, fucking Dusty. And he's like <laughs> slobbering everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. This movie is way funnier this way. <laughs> and then, oh, it's and like then Anna, Fer- Anna Ferris comes too. You know, like she's good. <laughs> and she's like all mad at him because she knows that he's like. You know, throwing her to the brother. Yeah, he's not even so, around, and she's like, "I came to visit you and your family." Right, so she calls him out on it. Yeah, and then she like, I don't remember how, but she I think she Jamie hurts Palomino. him at one point. Oh yeah, she probably does. Because I kind of remember there being like a kerfuffle in the snow, or some kind of like fight outside the house in the snow. Is there? I don't know. It seems like a something that happened. Anywho. But I remember then I'm fighting, and then, and then she starts singing the song Forgiveness. <laughs> yeah, sing the song. <laughs> Forgiveness is more than saying sorry. That's beautiful. <laughs> There's more, but I don't want to sing it. It's a classic. <laughs> she tries, like, singing to him to, like, woo him. Forgiveness. <laughs> And, like, he is not for it at all. And then, why am I not remembering the rest of the movie? I think she he, encounters he, Jamie Palomino, and I know she, like, calls her, like, a whore or something like that. Yeah, something and happens. Jamie has no clue what's going on. She's like, he's just my friend. He decides, I think, he's going to go back home and live his not life that he was accustomed yeah, to. because he realized that he's never going to get with her. Yeah, he's and he's like, though. fine, I'll go back with girl I hate. To go do what I was normally she doing. She was like actually into him the whole time, right? I don't know. I don't. That is that is yet. I don't think that's yet to be seen. I think she has to come around, right? Because I think she thought that like he was a douche when he came back. Like he wasn't like the best friend that he was. Yeah. You know. Really yeah, yeah, yeah. He was overcompensating. Yeah, he was. I mean, it was understandable. Yeah. Oh, and then he ends up ruining her um, parents' like Christmas display. It's a Palomino Christmas. Oh, yeah. Remember, it is like Merry Christmas from the Palominos, and it's like Santa on a sleigh, like going back and forth, and they have like all this stuff in the yard. Yeah, they you know, take like Christmas y- very seriously. Like yard of the month kind of thing, and like somehow, <laughs> no. Ryan Reynolds doesn't ruin it, but I think Anna Ferris does. Like, she drives the car into, like, the yard, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's calling, like, Jamie Palomino, like, a slut or something like that. How does it end? I know that Dusty gets called out I for being a douche because he hears that du- the song that Dusty sang to her, he's saying to, like, other bitches. Oh. You right. got caught, Dusty. He did. You piece of shit. You should be more genuine. So Dusty got caught, even though he was pretty smooth. How does the movie end? Um, I'm pretty sure. Anna Ferris leaves. Oh, she finds his letter that she never got to read. 
I don't think she ever got to read the letter. And she finally reads the letter and find out that he always loved her. Oh. And it's when he's like, I think pretty sure he's on his way back home and she goes after him. That sounds about right. And I don't know what else happens. They 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 probably they make, make out. Up. Yeah. And then he's not in the friend zone anymore. Yeah. And then he like realizes, oh, I'm going to move back home and live a normal life and not be a douche. Right. Either way, moral of the story is, it's a great movie. Anna Ferris totally makes the whole movie. If it wasn't for her, it would just be a shitty movie. What I'm not you, a huge uh, fan of Ryan Reynolds. I don't think he's like this. Like I like you know, Ryan Reynolds. He's kind of he's not like the best he's actor. Douchey, but he's um, like, I, I think he's funny. I like him. Uh, I like him in. He waiting. seems like a fun guy to hang out with. Uh, I like him in Waiting. Waiting is a good movie, but I just I feel like he plays Deadpool. like a douche in every movie. Oh, I just watched one recently with him. It was super actiony movie, but he mm. was like the comedic relief. It was good. I feel like he's like a a douchey comedian, or he just plays he plays. He a bunch found of, like, his niche, characters. and now he's living it. And like, good also for never him. saw Deadpool. Good for him, man. He's like uh, raking it in right now. And he's a beautiful man, and he's just like uh, living life to its fullest. Good Honestly, for him. Honestly, I don't think he's beautiful I'm, I'm, either. I'm proud of him. Uh, good for you, Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds, if you're listening right now, mm. I'm proud of you. No, I, I say for just friends. Join a Patreon, Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> um, at at, the at Hammer Pod. I'm teeny. We don't Anna know what Ferris that is yet. We haven't actually. We don't even actually have a Patreon. Anna we Ferris will soon. And um, what do you rate it, Morgan? I rate it. Um, I rate it four out of eight dusties. That sounds like a good amount of dusties. Is that um, a, Is that good? Like an eight out of eight rating, dusties. Just or dusties go low to high. Like a one dusty is like the best rating. No, eight eight is the best dusty. So oh, okay. Four out of eight dusties. It's half and a dusty. Just rating Anna Ferris alone. I would say eight out of eight ahi tunas. Foil covered ahi tunas. Yes. Yeah. We're in the microwave. We're right now? Yeah. yeah, I would agree. I think Ron She's Ryan amazing. Reynolds gets seven um, Porsches, but and maybe one friend friendly love letter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I always give Anna Ferris uh, ten out of ten. Yeah. Okay. What? Let's. Can we just side note? Who? Which side do you pick on the Anna Ferris, um, Chris Pratt? Chris Pratt date. What side do you pick? Anna Ferris, hundred percent. Now we're gonna go to Jacob Schmadams, um, who lives in an undisclosed location. You'll never find him. He, um, he's gonna review, not eight crazy nights. But Home Alone, starring one Macaulay Culkin, one Joe Pesci, and one guy that I don't remember his name, the other wet bandit, who almost didn't even get the role. Backstory. All right. Jake, all you. All right. Home Alone is a movie. It was filmed. (laughs) Is it a movie? Jake, wait. Is it a movie, though? It it was a cinematic production. It was (laughs) filmed. And I want to say the late 80s, but I could be mistaken. Ooh, I think it's no. early 90s. Yeah, I think early 90s. I want to say I want to. I would put my money on 94. Ooh, okay, okay. Let me fact check that. Fact checker, fact checker. Nice. It stars Macaulay Culkin. Yes. Apparently, he has many siblings. Macaul mm-hmm. Culkin siblings, and there's um, a lot of Culkins. Yeah, there's a lot. Um, of I didn't know there's a lot of Culkins one, out there. One little brother was in the movie Signs. Okay. Um, I Home know Alone, that movie. 1990. <sighs> I said late 80s. Y'all said early 90s. What's the difference? We were right. both right. Right. Um, Macaulay Culkin, some of you may not know him. I know some of our listeners are rather young, Gen Z or younger. You shouldn't be listening to this. We have an 18 plus. We say the F word. Macaulay Culkin, some of you may know him as... Um, the young kid that hung out with Michael Jackson. <laughs> no, wait, 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 wait. We're not getting into that. We're not going they, there. Right. They wouldn't even know that. 
I love Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson Don't start with me. is an artist no. who started out as a small black child. No, we're not getting to Michael Jackson's and he, uh, history. And he died as a tall no. white woman. Stay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> So, in 1990, Macaulay Culkin starred in Home Alone, which, as you can imagine, by the name of the film, stars a child who is left home alone. I believe it was on accident. It's been a long time since I've seen this film, but I'm pretty sure... (laughs) He purposefully left him home. (laughs) I'm pretty sure his parents forgot him while they went on vacation. Yeah. He's a white child. They're like, fuck this one kid, this nine-year-old, he ain't coming. We're going on vacation. Fuck this kid. <laughs> you would say he's like the black sheep of the family. So in 1990, Macaulay Culkin starred in a film called Home Alone. <laughs> Pick it back up from here. <laughs> it was a film about how he was left to home. Alone. Thank you. <laughs> and the hijinks that ensued because of this. Can we talk about how he gets left home alone? Please. They, they wake, wake up, up late. late Thank the, you. And yeah, so they're all so, so they're all s- they the wake place. up late and they're all scrambling. They're like, oh my god, Wait, let's get dressed. The One, two, three. They wake up late for the flight and they're all scrambling. There's like thirty six of them in the house and they're like, let's get dressed. Let's make sure everyone has their bags, their tickets. Let's make, let's make sure we have everyone. The, the cabs are outside because that's how they woke up. Because I think the cabs are calling. Yeah, they're also taking a cab. Pre-Uber. They're, like, uh, they're taking like a van. Cabs. To the airport. Cabs are airport here. Airport shuttles. Right? Jersey Shore. It's such an absurd. Like, what do they spend a billion dollars to go on this vacation? To Perry. Yeah. So long story short, they're all piling into the cab. They're making sure everything's going on. Um, Kevin, you know, star of the movie. He has this older brother who's very mean. Y'all know, y'all know who Buzz. That's not his name, is it? His name is Buzz, like Buzz Lightyear, really? yeah. His name's Dudley. Buzz's girlfriend. Woof. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Buzz, if that's his name, is like really rude to he him. He has a buzz cut, that's his name. But doesn't Kevin like live in the attic? Or somewhere like sad, right? Not, I mean, I wouldn't he call lives, it like, sad. It's kind of like, super dope. Upstairs. Yeah, he lives like, away the from the rest of the floor. family. Even though they have 36 bedrooms. <laughs> He lives in the attic. I don't know. It's kind of sad to me. So I always way, thought it was kind of cool. He seems like the like forgotten middle child. Even though they have like multiple middle children, he just seems like the black sheep of the family. I mean, when you have that many kids, I guess there's a lot of black sheep. Okay, but my this question is: the one with is, the big glasses was that his cousin or was that? It's the young one from before. Why, so why was he left? That That's oh, yeah, what I'm yeah. saying. My question is: Did he make it out the house, or did he get left in the? He got left. He got left in the house. Okay, so the second movie is when he gets left in the airport. And well, we're not gonna go into. I'm just trying. I'm Donald Trump's Home Alone okay. too. Just making sure I'm not getting the movies confused. So he never left the house. He like goes downstairs and it's quiet and he's like, "Hey, where is everybody?" So he just missed the flight. He missed the he missed the cabs. Okay, exactly. Okay, so Macaulay Culkin in 1990 gets left home alone. Because all of his family goes to cabs to go to a Paris trip mm-hmm. in Europe. Paris, Europe, not Paris, Florida. There's a lot of Paris in the U.S. Either way, this child is home alone. He does what any child home alone would do, and that is whatever he wants. And I'm sure there's scenes where he eats crazy foods, probably jumps on beds and stuff. You know? And then, at some point... I'm sure this is a wealthy family. At some point, there are these robbers. One case and houses. Case and houses. Looking around. I'm sure one of them is Joe Pesci. One yeah. of them is another actor who we can't remember. Tall, the tall guy. That's what he's credited as. He's the tall guy. And they try to break into Macaulay Culkin's home because they think no one's home because they went on vacation. Little do they know that Macaulay Culkin is home alone. So Harry Lyme. And Mark Merchants, they think no one's in this home. But little do they know, Macaulay Culkin is home alone. 
once Macaulay finds out, he begins building booby traps. Are any of you listeners familiar with the board game Mousetrap? Is there water on the knee? Mousetrap. One of the funnest parts of Mousetrap is just making the board. Let's be honest. There's a lot of pieces. It's like a Lego puzzle. Mm -hmm. And this is exactly what Macaulay Culkin does in this film. And he sets up lots of booby traps to attack Mr. Pesci, who is um, played by a character who I already named. And one of these traps, Harry Long, are paint cans. Swinging paint cans. And they hit the robbers' heads, and they trip on marbles, and they never do get Macaulay Culkin. They kind of do. Macaulay Culkin's kind of sadistic. They do some things that I would cause permanent damage. I wonder. <laughs> I wonder. Why I mean, there's some really terrible. Why do you think booby Macaulay Culkin would be sadistic? Because his brother does that shit to him. Or maybe because there's a certain Buzz. pop singer Woof. in the world that is abusing him. Oh, are we gonna about to get into childhood no. abuse? <laughs> no, we are not bringing. Are you talking about Michael Jackson? Yes. Dude, fuck you. Maybe Home Alone. Stop cutting this maybe out. Maybe Home Alone is a metaphor. He didn't even know Michael Jackson when this movie exactly. came out. You're right. Michael saw this movie and then started licking his lips. I'm sorry. Uh -oh. oh, my God, Jake. Don't drop the mic. I'm cutting you off. I did it. All right, a little fun fact about Joe Pesci, though. Joe Pesci... During this movie, they didn't even want to give him the role because Joe Pesci couldn't stop swearing. And they were like, Joe, you can't swear in this movie. It's a children's movie. He was like, fuck that. I'm a child, too. And Joe Pesci started creating words instead of saying swear words. Instead of saying fuck, he would say something. This is interesting. And you, you'll catch him throughout the movie. You'll catch him saying, saying things. And people would say that Joe Pesci had Tourette's because he'd be like, Shimmer, mother, bear, fucking bear. And they, like, but he wouldn't really <laughs> actually say any curse words. And that's, that was the Joe Pesci, like, uh, curse word and lingo. I like that fun fact. Yeah. That's Gotta funny. love Joe Pesci. My Cousin Vinny, favorite movie. I've never seen that. <sighs> We're gonna do that. We're gonna do that one. Uh, Goodfellas. I've never seen that. What? What, where have you been? I'm watching Jurassic Park. Over and over and over <laughs> and over again. It's true. Uh, you can catch the, if you join our Patreon, Morgan does Jurassic Park for two hours. <laughs> I'm sure you'll all enjoy it. And then his parents come home and everything's okay. Okay. Is everything okay? So as Bob finds out at the airport, they're counting all the kids. They're doing a head count. And we're, they're one short. And, and then... And she's like, Kevin! Yes. <laughs> and she finds out that she left again. Everyone's like, oh, well, fuck that. We're going to Paris. And she's like, uh, I'm going to get our son that we left home by himself. He's like nine. And she. But no one cares because Kevin, like, annoys all of them. I mean, yeah, he's like the outcast of the family. But, like, now he's fucking nine years old. I mean, how do you can you even be an outcast at that age? I don't know. But. They, she decides she's going to, like, I don't know why. They're filthy rich. They have an uh, 86-bedroom house, and they're going to Paris for Christmas. They're going to go. She's going to hitchhike from the airport home. Because she couldn't get a flight. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was. That's what it was. They took a connecting flight and mm -hmm. then realized he wasn't there. Right. Oh, my God. What terrible parents. Mm -hmm. Terrible parents. Um, she starts to hitchhike around the country to get home. And she winds up in like a like a folk band or like yeah. they're like yodelers or something. Uh -huh. And it's Don Candy. Don Candy's in the movie. What a, rest in peace. What a beautiful person. God, I love John Candy. Um, Uncle, uh, Uncle Buck. Uncle Buck. Two peas in a buck bucket. Uncle Bucket. <laughs> wait, how's, how's this film at? Oh wait, so. Um, <clears throat> You forgot to mention the the guy that um, the snow shoveler guy, the neighbor, the snow the, shoveler like, guy that he's that scared he of, of yeah. and he's going to the store to buy a toothbrush. 
and he thinks he's scared of the guy shoveling. The guy shoveling is scary, and he's, like, hiding from him in, like, the nativity scene and stuff, and it winds up being, at the end of the movie, shoveler, scary neighbor, saves him. Gives the gives Joe Pesci a shovel in the face. Bam! And well, no, we also skipped a part. The first time Kevin, like, you know, had the, all those booby chops for him, you know, they got hurt, but then they were like, we're not done. We're going to come back for this kid. Remember? They're like, let's, you know, well, they were relentless. Band up our wounds. Relentless and then we're going to come back again. Yeah, they got, they like. It wasn't just like a Got one burned on thing. the face by an <laughs> iron. Like, they, they stepped on glass. Uh-huh. Like, literally, the, these people were scarred for life, and they were like, I'm going to kill this kid. Right. We're turning this into a murder scene of a nine-year-old. And, oh, and there's rocking around the Christmas tree. <laughs> and he's got the people dancing. And the Michael Jordan uh, figure. And he's pulling the ropes. And everyone thinks they're home and having a Christmas party. And then uh, and then he gets the he orders pizza. Gets pizza man over. But he's nine years old. He can't accept pizza by himself. And he can't pay for it. So what he does is he orders pizza. And then he plays a movie. And he, another fun fact side note this movie was that movie that they talk about is made for this movie it's not a real movie they made a movie or at least a scene of a movie for this movie yeah that old movie the black and white movie keep the change you filthy animal that movie is made for home alone it's not a real movie that's interesting but um so yeah i mean that's the gist of it. I don't even know where I was going with this. Oh, it en- it ends with it gets to uh, his his. his <laughs> sorry, Jake. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I have a joke at the end. What is the lighting? Do you have the lighting? Oh, here we go. Oh no, I don't have one. I have two on here. One of them blasted. <laughs> um. His mom finally makes it home, and the cops are there, and she's like, "What the fuck's going on?" And uh, she sees Kevin and gives him a big hug. And then the whole family, I think, winds up being there. They didn't go to Paris. They they cared about Kevin, and they came home for him. My question is, after all this shit goes down, where's DCS? You know, where's child services? Uh, The cops are there. CPS? Child Protective Services? There are different initials in every different jurisdiction, but yeah. There are the Children Protective Services. Yeah, we can agree on that. Why is Danny DeVito... Not in this movie? Yeah, because it's Joe Pesci, and why is he attacking children? Because they're the wet bandits. But it's like the cops are there, this kid fought off the wet bandits, like, where are the parents? Like, why aren't the cops calling, you know? If you forget a kid when you go on vacation... Maybe you should not have had that many kids. Yeah, maybe you shouldn't have had 18 kids. This is the problem with America. Okay, thank you guys for listening to the very first episode of Happy Hour Movie Review. I give Home Alone 5 out of 8 Michael Jacksons. Happy Hour Movie Review. Happy Hour 